I had a good time with Lily yesterday. What'd you guys do? Um, I took her, like, originally we were talking about we were going to go have a picnic. And so we went over to Brookshire's and we were going to, uh, um, you know, grab a couple of drinks and a couple of snacks and then head out to either the forest or the park or something like that. Because I, sh- I think she's right. She hasn't been to Davy Dogwood Park. And so I was like, okay, well, we'll, we'll go do that. And then we got over to Brookshire's and we were talking back and forth and, and it was, she was coin flipping on that or sushi. And I was like, you want to just go get sushi? And she's like, sure. And I'm like, and she goes, you know, I go, you want to go to Asian city or are you thinking Jacksonville? She goes, Oh, I want to go to Jacksonville. And I said, okay, well you, you realize the pretty girls aren't, aren't in Jacksonville. She's like, oh, that's right. I want to go to Asian city. And so, <laughs> So we go to Asian City, and none of those girls were working. It was a new girl. So um, okay. another new girl that apparently works on, like, Sundays exclusively, and she just was working today. I, her name is Gwen. She's cute and all, but Lily was like, oh, she's so pretty. I was like, okay. okay. So, so yeah, we went there, and then um, while we were sitting there and eating, Lily was realizing that her Barry the Dinosaur backpack um, has a hole in his tail. So all of the stuff that she puts in the backpack that's small enough is falling down into the tail. <laughs> so we went to, we went to the store after that and got her some needle and thread and, uh, some cotton so she could stuff the tail up properly. And then while we were there, I was like, Hey, do you want to get some banana pudding? And she was like, Okay, yeah. And so we went over to Happy Trails and got some banana pudding over there and and uh it was good and then yeah, I think then we came back. So it was you know, it, she was very happy just to be able to be out and it was cute because first she was quiet and then she just, you know, how Lily does. Mm-hmm. She finally finds a subject or a topic that she wants to talk about and <laughs> like just yep. the outboard went crazy and so, but it was good. She was she did the podcast with me yesterday. She had a good old time. We had some pretty good questions. Asked her like, uh, like I think twenty five different questions, and so she was good about answering those. And and uh, no, it was it was it was a good day yesterday. I got to spend time with her, and, I, and she was really kind of happy about that at the end of it and everything. So, and uh, yeah, I don't have the heart to tell her that I'm not gonna take down the video though now because the video is now sitting at the video i made it like i i put it up i don't remember i I probably just put it up this morning but had like 17 views at by lunch and now it's got like 2500 views so i was like mm, i'm just gonna leave that there but what, did you tell her you were gonna take it down yeah i was gonna take it down because i was thinking that the, the thumbnail that i put on it just wasn't doing anything and so because I did a clickbait, I had a clickbaity thumbnail professionally made, and then it was like, mm, and nothing happened, but now it's going. So I was like, okay, I don't know <laughs> what to what to do about that. I'm just, but she was like, well, if I don't, I can use it for something else. So I'll probably just have her use it for something else. Plus, I've got another one to write, and I think it'll be, I don't know, we'll see. I, I apparently writing out of my depression is kind of what works. So. <sighs> it's it's flustering, but at the same time, it's kind of cathartic to just get it out there. So, you know, and that is what it is. But, you know, and you've been writing and 
I'll leave that to you to <laughs> talk about. But yeah, so well, yeah, I've been I I kind of touched on it before. Mm-hmm. Um, I I'm <laughs> I I am a fan fiction writer. <laughs> mm-hmm. I have been enjoying dabbling in that again because I mean I. I don't I I also hyperfixate on things and I've talked about this before my I have I do genuinely struggle with hyper hyperfixations mm-hmm. um I will find it like there are some that it's like completely harmless um there are others that I realize it's not and then I just kind of cut myself off from it entirely I don't I I don't struggle so much anymore with not allowing myself to do something that I realize I'm going to let take over and consume my life <laughs> um mm-hmm. but I no my my recent just my my current hyperfixation is that I want to write. I want to take all the ideas out and I love typing. I love the physical act of typing. I don't know why. If you've ever heard me if I type something out on the podcast, I have a very clicky keyboard because mm-hmm. I cannot stand silent keyboards. They make me so sad. I want them to be loud. I want them to be clacky. It's the only reason that I keep writing on the lap the uh Chromebook instead of in here because I know that I will and I know that it will eventually start to irritate somebody, but it just it is so pleasing to my head to listen to the the typing and the clacking on this, but I just love typing. And right now, or as I have been, I normally write one shots, which is for anybody that doesn't dabble in the fan fiction world. It's literally exactly what it, what it is. It's a very short, maybe closer, like it's five thousand words or less of just like one single chaptered story that you're just writing. You know, a a blip out of something that mm-hmm. could be a grander story that you kind of explain away and just have you know this random detail, but you don't want to write an entire story for it. That's a one shot. I'm great at one shots because I don't have to come up with the before the after all of these great crazy details and all you know twists and turns and everywhere it's just man this is a great scene in my head let me just put it all out on on the screen real quick and then people read it and they go wow that's really good and I go thanks (laughs) because it's easier to do that and in that I feel like it's like that's that's great but I want to have I know I have potential to be a writer I mean my mom was she has a published book I literally have the ability (laughs) and I want to eventually like because I come up with so many stories in my head so many stories all the time like if you literally could open up my brain 90% of my day is thinking about some kind of thing that I've created in my head that could you know go somewhere but with my problem with hyperfixating there comes a point where I'm just not interested anymore and I'm on to the next thing and so with my fan fictions I have always started something and Mm -hmm. then I'll have a whole idea and a whole story in my head, but I won't write it down because I'll listen to songs or I'll, I'll watch an edit of something or I'll even just watch it in you know a movie or a show or something and I'll have an idea in my head for it and I'll change things up and I'll switch things around and I can see in my head scenes from whatever it is that I am imagining and I'll go, oh my God, like that's so great. I, I have to put that down and I, I have to remember it, but I won't ever write it down. And so I never commit to writing a fan fiction, like a whole story because I can never decide on a story, a single storyline. And so I'm actually sitting down and forcing myself to, which is so hard because like, I feel like that's the, and this is another thing that I've, I've realized is a lot more common now than it used to be. Like, so much more common now is that role playing is a lot more prominent in just 
everything everywhere now. There mm-hmm. are whole, you know, Discord servers just dedicated to role playing that have, you know, there's Marvel based ones, there's DC based ones, there's literally any niche thing that you enjoy. There's probably a Discord server for role playing those characters in. And I've never ever knew that that was a thing i was the kid that you know i first got the internet i was on instagram posting things because i liked five nights at freddy's and people were like oh hey you want to role play and i was like what do you mean role play five nights at freddy's like that's weird and they told me about it and and then i was like oh man that's crazy and yeah now that i've like seen that you know i did i role played in in instagram dms when instagram was still very new and now everybody does it on discord servers and there's whole groups dedicated to group role playing. And I'm like, this is so cool. Wow. (laughs) So like, that's probably more up my alley, but I'm so scared to role play in a discord server because I feel like I'm, I don't know. I, people, people make memes and jokes and TikToks and things about it. It's like, oh man, me getting that random bit of inspiration, writing 4,900 words to my poor role play partner. And I'm like, what? Oh my God. Like that's (laughs) insane. How are you guys role playing that you're writing 4,900 words. I was so used to, oh, uh, grabs a glass of water and drinks it. So how are you today? Like, that's what I'm used to being role play. Mm -hmm. But it's like, I am so like, I'm excited that there's more to it because that literally means that everything that I'm used to writing can be a back and forth, which is part of the reason why I feel like I fell out of liking the character AI uh, app so much because, and I know that there's a million out there and there's some that you can pay for that are, that give you longer, more in-depth, more like role playing responses because I want, I can't send a role play response that's not like it's an excerpt from a book. It is physically impossible for me to not do that anymore. So it's like I can't stand the character AI because the character AI gives you like, you know, maybe 10 sentences at most. And I'm like, man, I can't, I can't do this. <laughs> it's not, it's not enough. It's not enough detail in it. So it's just, no, I've been enjoying writing and getting back into that world and you know the online universe because while there's a lot of it that I still can't believe exists and there's a lot of you out there that have really messed up minds (laughs) there's still a community in it that is very just very loving and AO3 had gone down for like some like it was like 32 hours or something by the end of it and everybody was losing their mind I actually did want to look more into it so we could talk about it because it was some it was an actual attack by uh, what they're claiming it was an instagram instagram i don't know why i said instagram <laughs> it was it, it was an it was a i i think it was an islamic group that claimed that they were the they were the reason for the attack and it was because AO3 is full of all these you know absolutely horrible you know gay things and blah 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 and it was an attack on that because it's free for anybody to find online and that's mm-hmm. you know terrible and so they what they did was they flooded it with so many requests onto the website that it went down because there were too many requests and so they didn't actually make AO3 like go down per se but it was nobody could get on because that's they flooded they it the with server. yeah mm-hmm. so so yeah, that was an actual thing that happened, and it's back. It, well, at least it was back up the last time I looked. But yeah, no, I I saw that, and I was like, wow, that's great, because it was literally it happened the day after I decided, hey, I should probably post some things there too, because that's where a lot of people go to read their fanfics now. And then it went down, and I was like, what? 
of course of course that's how that's our curse that is this family's curse hey mm-hmm. i'm gonna do this thing and then that thing something terrible happens hey we're gonna move to texas and then it snowed it's like what why is that why is that our curse yep so so yeah that was great anyways i could talk about writing forever because yeah, i genuinely I wasn't going it. to bring it up because you were like oh i'm gonna keep some of this to myself and i was like okay but well, no, there's definitely fun. a lot of it i'm keeping myself. so well with that said good morning and welcome to the morning grind on the stoop podcast and everything where i'm joey and, I'm Kiki. and we talk about everything because and nothing oh Oops, i'm sorry i'm that's so used okay. to doing that we talk about everything and nothing because everything what well, we talk about everything because everything's stupid <laughs> <laughs> anyways how many uh national days we got today three all right go for it it is national pecan pie day thought that was mm. special because we that's have awesome had it yesterday <laughs> <laughs> so we have uh pecan trees in our backyard but uh mm. and they started falling so we're right about to be a season yay so grab a slice on July 12th and celebrate National Pecan Pie Day. Mix up the ingredients using primarily corn syrup, pecan nuts, and salt and vanilla. Occasionally, recipes vary by including sugar syrup and molasses or maple syrup. Other additions include chocolate and bourbon whiskey in some regions of the country. Top it all off with vanilla ice cream or whipped cream. Pecan pie is considered a specialty of southern u.s cuisine many attempts to trace the origins of the pecan pie have not been successful the earliest dated recipes come from 1897 however claims of the pie being made in the early 1800s in louisiana exist one of the earliest recipes for a pecan pie appeared in ladies home journal in 1897 the recipe for the texas pecan pie was later reprinted in several newspapers across the country and included six ingredients sugar sweet milk pecan kernels eggs and flour the recipe is basically directions for a custard base unlike the pecan pies we know today well-known cookbooks such as fanny farmer and the joy of cooking did not include this dessert until 1940 by then caro syrup found its way into the pantry shelves is that you say that Mm -hmm. caro yeah okay of course the makers of the sweet syrup increased the popularity of of pecan pie the their company claimed the pie was a discovery in the 1930s by a corporate sales executive's wife as a new use for corn syrup so to observe national pecan pie day make your family's pecan pie recipe did you know you can also try miniature pecan pies or bars as an alternative to pie if you still want to have a traditional pie um you can obviously find many many recipes all over the place online if you live in the south then go to your neighbors and ask them mm-hmm. national day uh calendar would love to try your recipes and for us we would love to because we again have pecan trees in our backyard and we still for some reason have not made a pecan pie yep <laughs> so yeah send, send us your your family's recipe because i will happily try it out we have we still have pecans from the last year in our backyard too in a bucket so i think that's yeah. hilarious and i don't think they're they go bad so you know as long as they're still okay i'm i'm more than happy to crack those open and yeah we have the, we have it we have the cracker so i bought yeah, it i'm i'm i also in my uh it's it's annoying because like i again i want to do so much more but there's i it's just so irritating trying to cook in this house in the summer <laughs> i literally keep it i'm getting back into a random moods of i want to bake something but i then i go downstairs and i go ooh, i don't want to be down here <laughs> because it's so hot it is mm-hmm. so hot in that kitchen it is unfair i want to do Speaking something of, did we shut off the ac last night i don't know okay well you would have been the one that's why i was asking so no worries. I'll bug Tabby and see if it got done. So, okay. But yeah, no, it, it's it's ridiculously hot in there. And with the oven door being two panes, and everybody says it's supposed to be two panes. But we had three in there, and I loved it. So, <sighs> yeah. But mm, 
Yeah, you, you see pecan pie. Just it's so good. <laughs> it's so good. I I still don't think I've had a proper slice. I'm gonna be honest. Mm. I don't think I have like a, a proper. Well, we'll just have to go to Happy Trails Barbecue, and uh, get you a slice there. Just go <laughs> okay. there just just for dessert. So, yeah, that sounds like a good idea. <laughs> so. All right. So what's what's our next day? It is Eat Your Jello Day. <laughs> July twelfth easily directs us to uh, what to do on Eat Your Jello Day. With plenty of flavors to choose from, you should have no problem finding one you like. Trademarked in eighteen ninety seven by Pearl Waite of Leroy, New York, Jello is the novel and fun dessert loved by millions. Francis Woodward, who later purchased the recipe and trademark, eventually made Jello a household name. With twenty one different flavors, Jello satisfies every taste and can be enjoyed in numerous combinations. Jello's primary ingredient is gelatin. Gelatin consists of collagen, specifically mm-hmm. animal collagen. It's a protein extracted from the connective tissues of cows and pigs. Once the protein is broken down and extracted, the collagen is dried and ground into a fine powder. Jello has been the subject of many classroom art and science projects throughout the years. From the study of viscosity and laser beams to gelatin artwork, Jello inspires in and outside the kitchen. Eat Your Jello Day specifically tells us to eat. So whether it is molded, layered, or mixed with fruit, vegetables, or marshmallows, be sure to have some. It's delicious as a salad, dessert, or even a shot. Jello doesn't break the budget either, nor does it add too many calories. Where can you go wrong? So to observe, eat your Jello Day. Give Jello recipes a try. You can find many online to choose from. See, I cannot stand anything other than just plain jello and you have something you love on thanksgiving mm-hmm. that oh, every yeah. single time every year you're like you should try it and i try it and i go mm, that's <laughs> absolutely disgusting it is 100 percent a happy you know um nostalgia thing for me it takes me back to a time where i literally the world was innocent and um it has pine. It's lime jello with pineapple and coconut and um, walnuts in it. And then you literally have to put Miracle Whip on it. And it just, you know, I know how horrible it sounds to me even <laughs> saying it. But you know what? It's just it brings me back to such a happy place that I inside. I'm just a crying happy kid at that moment because it's it was. <sighs> yeah, no, it was it was a very, 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 very good time of my life. I remember sitting there and eating it with my grandpa and my grandma and I can smell their house like, you know, so there was a, there was just a smell that was there and they had the the two Mastiffs. They had Nero and uh, Pharaoh and they were just big huge dogs and i would i could put my arms on either one of their i I, like drape my arms over their shoulders Mm -hmm. and those dogs could just carry me (laughs) and i mean it was before anything bad had happened to me it was before um my mom got off her meds or anything like that and it was just like it was it's just such a pure bliss of happiness that i just don't care if anybody else likes it or not it just takes me back to that moment, like I'll tell you right now, if if Alzheimer's ever gets me or anything like that, I want that Jello. <laughs> Give me that Jello and then let me go, you know, type situation. So, yeah, that's that's what that is. <laughs> well, outside of that, what's your favorite Jello flavor? Outside of that, um, it's usually cherry. So, 
I, I can't I usually, decide. I usually do like black cherry. If I can get black cherry jelly, uh, jello, <laughs> jelly, <laughs> black cherry. If I can get black cherry jello, I like that because one of the things that I used to, that I love to do, I haven't done it. God, I don't think I've ever done it with you. Um, is that I would freeze jello and I would put it in Sprite. And so I would See, I was not a fan of the frozen jello either, but I feel like it's just because mm. I I don't know, jello is one of those things that I have to enjoy the simplicity of what it is mm-hmm. and I outside of that I'm just I don't know, I'm not a fan of all the little things people do with it. Like I can't even I can't even stand when people put fruit yeah. in their jello and that it like I I don't know, I just I don't know. Maybe 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 I'll like that because I tend to like anything in Sprite. Mm-hmm. So I'll try that. See, but no, yeah, I but can't. Cherry, cherry Jello and Sprite and uh, pineapple Jello and Sprite are really good. But just eating it on its own, I will sit down with a bowl of, of black cherry Jello and just feel guilty for the next like five minutes because that's how long it takes me to eat it <laughs> no, I, I can't decide between like a f- all of them as a f- as a favorite i think mm-hmm. if if i could choose because uh, i feel like jello to me is kind of like how skittles are like i don't have a favorite skittle but they're mm-hmm. all like they taste so amazing when i can bounce between all th- all of the flavors so it's like i i love cherry and i like black cherry but i think i love regular cherry more i love orange I don't really care for strawberry all that much, but I'm just not really a big strawberry person unless it's just fresh strawberries. Yeah. <laughs> I like fresh strawberries if they're covered in other things, and I love just plain fresh strawberries, but strawberry-flavored things don't taste like strawberry to me unless it's, like, jam. <laughs> Everything else, it's like, oh, yeah, this is strawberry, and I'm like, no, not really, but okay. <laughs> so I I don't know. So I can't – I don't really like strawberry. I like cherry. I like – uh. I like orange. I like lemon, which you can like almost never find lemon jello anywhere ever anymore, mm-hmm. but it exists. <laughs> and then I like pineapple and I like lime. Those are like the if if I can have all of those in front of me, I will be very happy. And I will just I'll take square after square after square and just I'm I'm big tasty. Oh, I could do that forever. It's part that's like my favorite part about when we do go to the the buffet is that at the end of it I can have jello mm-hmm. <laughs> because they just have so much of it and it makes me and then I don't feel guilty about eating it because there's so much but I also I recognize that I eat jello weird but I eat a lot of things weird because it's another texture food so it mm-hmm. takes me forever to eat it like other people just eat it and they chew it and they swallow it and they're on and they're just moving through it I'm like I can have one little one inch by one inch cube of jello and it will take me 3 minutes to eat it just because I'm savoring the texture I don't know why, but Jello is like the perfect texture for me. I I love everything about it. I think that's probably part of the reason why I don't like it when it's mixed with something else. But I can't stand when somebody puts fruit in Jello because I'm like, you're disrupting. It's Jello. <laughs> <laughs> you can't put something in the Jello. If I if I bite into Jello and something that's not Jello is in it, it's just ugh. ugh. But anyways, mm. so yeah, that's. No, I have I, strong opinions about Jello. I, obviously, <laughs> so do you like it when people mix Jellos together? I have never mixed Jellos like, together. You've never done layers, like you set one and then put another one on top of it, and set that one and then put another one on top of that. I've never done that. Oh, okay. if they stick properly and I can have them mm-hmm. still as like, if I can cut cubes out of them, that I'd probably still very yeah. much enjoy it. Yeah, you still can. Oh, it, yeah. d- it depends. I feel like some flavors, yeah, some flavor combinations would probably be really good. Like if you could do cherry and lime and give me a cherry limeade jello, mm-hmm. that would probably be so good. <laughs> so I can't believe I never thought of that, that that being a thing. I've literally never seen that before. 
Yeah, me either. What the hell? So, or even just Jello pops, like Jello popsicles type thing, you know? Well, that's what Nikki did. You talked about the frozen Jello, and then she made them into popsicles, and then Tabby loved them, and everybody else was like, okay. Oh. <laughs> and Tabby ate all four of them. Okay. Hmm. Bummer. <laughs> <laughs> all right. What's our last day? It is National Different Colored Eyes Day. Nice. So on July 12th, National Different Colored Eyes Day recognizes those who have two different colored eyes. Many people captivate us with their eye color. Others do so because they have two different colored eyes. This day celebrates them and all their uniqueness. Having two different colored eyes is a condition called heterochromia. Mm-hmm. Well, excuse me. I just smacked the... <laughs> Sorry, like, that'll teach it. Three different, three types of heterochromia exist: complete heterochromia, which is one iris is a different color from the other; partial heterochromia, or sectoral heterochromia, which is part of one iris is a different color from the rest of the iris; and central heterochromia, an inner ring is a different color than the rest of the iris. Nikki has that. Uh, the concentration and distribution of melanin determine the eye color, specifically the color of the irises. The affected eye may be hyperpigmented, or which is hyperchromic, or hypopigmented, which is hypochromic. Okay. Additionally, the excess of melanin indicates a hyperpla- uh, hyperplasia of the iris tissues, whereas a lack of melanin indicates hypoplasia. Most cases of heterochromia are hereditary caused by a disease or a syndrome or due to an injury. However, just one eye may change color following certain diseases or injuries. Two syndromes that may cause different colored eyes are... Mm, I don't know how to say that. <laughs> I don't know how to say either of those. Ch- <laughs> either it's chimerism or chimerism and then... Actually, ma- it, it's chi. Chi? Chimerism? Chi, like chimera. Mm-hmm. I don't even know what that is. Okay. <laughs> and then... I don't even want to try this one. M-O-S-A-I-C-I-S-M. What? M-O-S what? M-O-S-A-I-C-I-S-M. I-S-M. Is it mosaicism? Because it's mosaic. That's the word. Mosaicism. Mosaicism? Yep. Okay. (laughs) Mosaicism. Involves two or more populations of cells within a single individual. And you said chimerism Mm -hmm. occurs when two or more fertilized eggs merge, producing a single individual. Other symptoms associated with heterochromia include patches of lighter skin or deafness. Infants who develop different colored eyes after birth should be evaluated by their pediatrician to be sure no additional care is necessary. When eye color changes occur to injury or are sudden, seek a doctor's care. Sometimes the condition can be severe. A few celebrities are known for having two different colored eyes, included David Bowie. I did not know that. Christopher Walken. Dan Aykroyd? Dan Aykroyd. Aykroyd? Mm -hmm. Aykroyd. Mm -hmm. Who the heck is that? Really? Wow. Um, Ghostbusters. Oh, okay. Jane Seymour and M- M- Mila Kunis? Mm-hmm. I don't know. I don't know. Who that you is. absolutely know who that is. That's that 70s show. Shut up, Meg. I've never watched that 70s show. But you story. still know who Mila Kunis is. You've watched, let's see. She was in that one movie that Channing Tatum was in where he was like supposed to be some kind of dog thing no uh, taking care of her. She's, again, that 70s show. She's the voice of Meg. That's her right there. So, I have no idea who that is. Uh, fine. <laughs> and then that's Dan Aykroyd. And so, again, Mr. Uh, best known for uh, the movie Ghostbusters. He's been in, like, even the the reboots, he's been in those. Yeah, I, so. I, yeah, I, knew, I know who that is. I knew that as soon as yeah. you said that. But, yeah. No, I, 
Oh, she sure does. <laughs> I yeah. have no Look idea that. who that is. <laughs> That's okay. You do, but you just don't remember what you've seen her in. That's all good. Okay. Not going to stress. But yeah, uh, she does. So to observe Subtle. National Different eye- Colored Eyes Day, while celebrating this day may be more obvious for some than others, that doesn't mean everyone can't participate. The eyes are the windows to the soul. Do you know anyone with different coloring eyes? Those who have two different co- eye colors, share your fascinating eyes and post on social media. But I absolutely... But you should stare at people and point at them when you, s- when you see somebody with heterochromia, for sure. Just be like, <gasps> they're not self-conscious about that at all. I don't know why. <laughs> I think it's so gorgeous. Oh, we I have a dog that has heterochromia. Sky, I got Sky. Sky and, and Roxy. Roxy has part blue yeah. on one of her eyes. I see. I did not know that he had different colored eyes. He's got a blown-out pupil, though. David Bowie's got a blown-out pupil or had a blown-out pupil. So I'm going to guess David Bowie's a little uh, too heavy on the snort because that'll happen. Like when you see how that's a bright light and he's got a pupil that won't dilate. Yeah, I've known people like that. Um, They'll smoke one too many uh, lines or or, I mean smoke one too many rocks or they'll snort one too many lines and it'll blow it out. So, yeah, that's what that looks like because if I would be fine with his heterochromia if his pupils were reacting properly but they're not so okay (laughs) i have only ever witnessed one person with heterochromia in my life uh she was a substitute teacher in my district and i got her twice and i remember um she because the first time that i got her she she joked about it after the second time because i was older um but the first time that i got her i was in like the third grade i think Mm -hmm. and everybody was joking about how it was uh like she kept joking about how she was like, yes, I. You know, she introduced herself, da da da, and yes, I have two different color eyes, <laughs> because that's how you know you have a bunch of little kids and they're staring at you because they're trying to figure it out because they're confused and they can't tell why they're confused yet, mm-hmm. and then they realize it and then they won't stop staring and whispering about it. So it's just like, yeah, the she she told us that when she got when we got older and she substituted. Uh, on one of my classes, I think I was in middle school at that point. She was like, "Yeah, I'm substitute for the district. You know, I've probably had some of you before. Blah blah blah. I have two different colored eyes." Um, and I always preface my conversations with the little kids with that because they stare, and I was like, <laughs> "That's funny." Because yeah, I I definitely remember thinking, uh, but I remember thinking it was so pretty. Like I could not oh, yeah. imagine being self conscious about that. It is so gorgeous, and I didn't know that having a different colored iris, like at the center of your iris mm-hmm. a different color there was also considered heterochromia because yeah nikki has that her yeah. the center of her eyes are yellow and then her eyes she has blue eyes so that's cool no she's her eyes are absolutely beautiful so i mean yeah she's just gotta yeah embrace it and i i but things that we see as beauty other people just are so self-conscious about so i have things on me i hate and you're like no and vice versa so that that's this yeah, heterochromia is pretty awesome, but some of these people that are claiming have heterochromia, I'm looking at them going, I'm sorry, I don't see it at all. So, but, you know, it is what it is, but no worries. With that, thank you so much for listening and joining us this morning. I am back for right now. I am trying to stay back. We'll see how that works out. Um, in the meantime, our link tree is de- listed down below and follow all of our social media. If you haven't yet, go to our YouTube channel. We have another video that's up, and apparently 2,500 people are have uh, seen it so far. So hoping that uh, more people will see it because you you gave it a heck of a rating. So mm-hmm. it was you know it's a really I I think it's a good video. I kind of poured myself out there on it, um, you know. So yeah, it is what it is. 
Until then, peace out with your peace out. Bye.